here at User Words Podcast, none of us are okay. Troll. Yeah, we, we have thousands of years of architecture we can go uh, over. Would here. you build your house on rock or sand? Knowing Brewer, sand because it's cheaper. Oh, <laughs> of course, was... sand. Of yeah. course, sand, and that will always, forever be his answer. Welcome once again to another episode of User Words Podcast, and this one's special because uh, Aaron and Josh both do not know the topic for this one. I just <laughs> give it to them as surprise topic. Because on our group chat, they only we only came up with a total of three topics, so I had to think of a fourth one for this month. Mm-hmm. And right now, Josh is um, the silent one, the silent partner, because he's out taking care of his dog. Yes. Which you know, so he had it's to go. Gonna take a while. It's going to take a while. So we said we'd get started, and then Josh can jump into the conversation because yes, he can do that. But I am joined here with Mr. <gasps> Aaron Johnson. Hi. Mr. Aaron Minecraft Johnson. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, I like my Minecraft. <laughs> I like Minecraft. And I noticed your title bar for Minecraft was orange. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, that's going to make Johnson very happy to have orange all my over it. Favorite color. For whatever reason, you like orange and black. Gee, I wonder why. Harley. <laughs> You're always doomed to be a Harley person. <laughs> Even though I am kind of turned off by their, I don't know. Their electric bikes. Yeah, that and just uh, the new the new designs for some of the bikes. It, it just, eh. I don't well, like well, this episode is not about Josh or Aaron complaining about Harley Davidson bikes. I would have no input on that. By the way, if that was the case, I'd be like, <laughs> <Ur>? <laughs> they're on two wheels. Congratulations! Yeah, what yeah. more do you want from me? <laughs> That's uh, all I'd be able to tell you. True. If only I. had Never talked about selling my bike. Yep, exactly. That is still and forever will be your greatest downfall and fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, on this one, um, this episode, so we try to at least one episode once a month. Um, I, I don't like using the word be more churchy, but <laughs> be more spiritual, be more Christian-y. I, what, what phrasing would you use? Uh Cover more, yeah, it's, it's, and, you know, we try to do that at least once a month, and then with uh, Johnson kind of getting into the groove of doing his Bible belt every week, (laughs) or not every week, every month, you know, they'll provide, it'll be an interesting five-week cycle we'll have to work through, but we'll, we'll make it work. So some months, you'll probably see one spiritual based episode. And in some months, you might see two, depending on the number of Wednesdays in that in that month. Whoa. And um, <laughs> at least once a month, you'll be able to see Aaron's smiling face approach your screen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> if you decide to watch, though. <laughs> and if not, you can at least hear his dulcet tones on this podcast oh, yes. every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that. And now that we are into September, um, Monday episodes have resumed once again. I kind of took the month of August from Monday off just because I had some I, I had some busyness and mm-hmm. some personal things going on in August. So I was like, you know what? I'm just taking August off for Mondays and coming back in September. But mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You, are, you are just a busy dude. Yeah, I tend to be sometimes, but that's okay. Yeah. But I, I so we're coming up with this one. And I was like, huh. What, what could it be a topic that we talk about? And I was like, this one isn't so much like the last episode where it was like, hey, look, one or four people in the ages of 18 to 24 want to kill themselves. 
<laughs> you know that that one's kind of a big nationwide like mm. let's look at some things here this is more i guess you could say uh, introspective type one and aaron soon's gonna be like uh-oh what did i get myself into yeah i'm getting there <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see the the stress and the tension building up as he's like picking his nails and getting ready um so and, and i thought about this and it'll become apparent soon why well, why I'm asking you this now as opposed to maybe later on. When I say later on, I'm talking like a couple weeks to months later. Oh, boy. <laughs> you are way overthinking it. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it relates to next episode on why I'm asking it now as opposed to weeks and months later on. Okay. The, the only reason. That's the only reason why. Okay. It, so in the... In the church, in, in Christianity, you know, there's, I hate saying rituals. There's many things that you do, not, so I won't say rituals. There's many things that you do to, in Christianese lingo, have a deeper relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm, when I say, when I mean that Christianese lingo? Maybe. What do you think I'm saying? Wait. When I say, have a deeper relationship with God. That's the Christianese lingo I'm using. What, oh. what, what does that mean? Not what does Christianese lingo mean. No, what does, like, was having a deeper relationship with God? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> man, but spending more time? Translate that into something for someone who's not from a Christian background that they would understand. How, how do you have a deeper relationship with God? Is how to have a deeper relationship? No, just what does that phrase mean? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, guess not. What? How, how, how would you not know what that phrase means? So how to have a deep... How do you have a... Jeez. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, this took a different turn than I was expecting. <laughs> I don't get what you mean. What does that mean? What does the phrase have a deeper relationship with God mean? Pret- pretend you were explaining this to a younger version of your nephew when he was five. Oh gosh, how would you ex- how would you do it and explain like I'm five version of that? Okay, I mean, I guess what is the okay a deeper relationship with God. By the way, I did not anticipate this being the stumbling point. <laughs> yeah, you're in for a fun time. I guess just what like well one spending more time with him and relying on him more and just like well yeah. Counting and trusting in God more and going to him, spending more time with him. That's that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm trying to think like, of like, like, is this something that I'm just not? No, this wasn't, right this okay. wasn't a trick question or anything. Okay. This was a simple. <laughs> okay. No, no, we're fine then. <laughs> That's what, I was I would, not expecting you to get all tripped up on that. I was like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I was like, wait, are we going to have to have a whole other conversation than what I was planning uh, on? No, okay. I was just getting ready to say that, and you'd be like, nope. And I'm going to be like, <laughs> No. Okay. It's simple as that. Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to ask Josh. 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 Uh, I'm going to have to ask Josh that when he gets back. He'll, see, he'll probably answer normally. And then <laughs> it's just me being like super nervous no, to say anything. No, what I want you to do is I want you to act all like, no, it's not the simple answer. <laughs> Just to see what his reaction is when he gets back. By the way, we are recording a uh, part of this episode while Josh is gone because 
we can have that conversation and then let Josh kind of fill in his portion of the conversation later. And that's okay. So you might hear some questions repeated and that is all right. And Aaron is all prepared for all the questions I have to throw at him in all of eternity, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. So like I said, we, we, we try to do at least one episode more on the, like the, like I said, the spiritual christian side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I got to thinking about, you know, especially because I was just at camp recently, um, as of recording this, it would have been last weekend, uh, where we have a lot of the teens. And I had uh, teen guys, the senior high guys, uh, some interesting, fun times with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I threatened them. Nice. They're I'll like, because they're like, can we really stay up all night? I said, yeah, you can stay up all night. That's what's in the schedule. You just need to be awake for chapel and for breakfast and be there. Mm-hmm. They're like, and if we're not, I'm like, I will have one of the other leaders hug you. <laughs> and that was enough of a threat. Wow. Yeah. And they took that threat seriously. And I will admit they were all up and right. attentive and ready. They weren't fully awake, but they were attentive. Yeah. But. That's- all right, but with talking with them and talking through the through the various six messages up at camp, it was a day longer than a normal camp was, so we had cool. extra time uh, to do, you know, extra messages and extra activities. But we did that, and one of the things that I kind of noticed, and I'll admit, when I was definitely younger, <clears throat> I did not put into practice probably until. Mid to late 20s, I'd say. Yeah, mid to late 20s. That practice of putting and setting aside time in my life to get closer to God. And that's why I said, how do you define that to a a non-Christian person? You know, because you say that and you're like, okay, isn't God this, you know, non-corporeal being? Yeah, and that's correct. You you, you know what corporeal means. No. (laughs) I've never heard that word before in my life. False. You have. I have? Because we've used that word here before. Nuh-uh. That is a word of the week. Oh. But you corporeal. I don't remember. When we were talking about your haunted house. Oh. Non-corporeal means non-physical, essentially. You know, Jesus was man and is man, yes, but at the moment he is not here on earth with us. You used that word? Yeah. You know. God is also spirit, doesn't have, you know, God, the spirit doesn't have a physical form, non-corporeal. Yeah. So, you know, how do you have a relationship with a non-corporeal being? A, that's my first question, Johnson. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, and, and then B, just because I'm curious, and I also think it's good to talk about, what are the practices that you have put into place as well for, like, doing devotions in that? Mm. And I also, I, I also saw this because recently and I, I saw while going through Facebook, some, there's a company that makes a, a daily devotional journal for men. And so I was like, interesting. So it got me thinking about like, okay, what are the practices that people actually use for doing their devotions in that? And how does that work and incorporate that? And what are maybe some of the challenges you see in trying, especially today, this busy lifestyle? Trying to maintain that balance. So here's how I plan on this. Uh, you, we'll start with you. We'll, yeah. move, we'll move to me <laughs> and then go to okay. Josh. 
All right. And Josh cannot remain silent on this one. <laughs> uh oh. So, so can when he comes in, can I leave? <laughs> no, because we need you for the final episode of the month. Oh well, not leave, leave. Okay, but yeah. yeah. Okay. You can respond to what he says. Like I might respond to something you say. Might uh, probe even deeper into some of the questions. Oh boy. <laughs> but so hmm. let's let's start with you, Mister Johnson. Yeah. Uh oh. Spotlight is on. Yeah. So what are maybe what are some of the things that you do for for your devotion times? Well, hmm. and maybe 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 put this in part of it. What have you found that works well for you and doesn't work well? Yeah. Okay. So well, let's see here. Pretty much for me, one thing that I've started to do. Uh, granted, this mm, I I've tried to do like the morning thing where you just get up. Early. And I've done it from time to time. And like some, it's, I don't know, it's kind of strange. Sometimes it'll happen where it's like, I'll get up earlier than usual. I'm like, I just can't fall asleep. So I'll just get up, tell them, like, well, all right. And I've like gone out, grab my Bible, drive somewhere, relax, just do some reading. Um, I guess to a point, sometimes generally it's when I've done reading, it's for like, well, like a, a Bible study thing. That would be an easy go-to to read because it's like, well, I'll have to think about this later on the day of the Bible study too. Um, but then I've also tried to switch it up and just get into different random areas, I suppose. Um, an easy one to go with. I, I had a friend who had told me about how they did like a psalm a day type thing. So I've spent some time reading through psalms and whatnot. But I wouldn't always just do one a day. I'd just read till... I don't know. I felt like stopping. <laughs> okay. Um, but also for lately, what's been nice is uh, for like lunch breaks. And I had kind of started talking about him a little bit on a previous episode, but this guy, Alistair Begg, I think, I hope that's how you say his last name. I don't know. It's B E G G. So I don't know how else yeah, to say it. Close enough. Um, but just taking time and listening to sermons of his, in my car while I'm on lunch break, because conveniently, right on lunch break, on the radio, he's got a sermon playing. So I'll do that and listen to that just for some extra, just something to listen to, something to think about. Um, other than that, besides like reading and listening to like sermons and whatnot throughout the days or whatever, um, I, don't, I, I would have people, well, Talk about like prayer life and stuff. And I said, well, how's your prayer life and all that kind of jazz? And I was like, do you have to like set like a specific time of the day to do that? I don't know why that used to be like a thought in my head. But it's like, honestly, it's like throughout the day, I'll find myself a lot. Just something will come to mind. Either like a person will come to mind or anything really. And I'll just spend time in prayer talking about that. Mm -hmm. And then I guess that's the kind of the cool thing I like about my work. It's like it doesn't take a lot of brain, a lot of brains to do the work. So, Don't let your boss hear that, otherwise they will not pay you more yeah, ever. I know. Well, I mean, he said it's like this isn't rocket science. Well, which obviously it's not. I can never do rocket science. My job isn't rocket science either. It's rocket science compared to speed tech. Anyways, go on. Um, but like, so it's like, thankfully for that, like it's I can easily just have like. I guess, like, time in prayer while working. And I've always thought about, like, you know, when you're in prayer, I feel like it was ingrained in the head where you need to close your eyes and just, like, 
to really focus, which I mean, granted at times that is, I would say a good thing to do is to really um, sit down and focus on just who you're talking to at the moment. Mm-hmm. And because I've heard, you know, like you sh- people can just shoot up a quick prayer or whatever and just not think twice about who you're talking to. Cause like when you go to prayer and you go before, you know, God, the creator of everything, it's like, don't want to take this guy too lightly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it, that's, I would say that is, I mean, granted, I mean, it's like you can talk to him at any point in time during your day, but it is good to really sit there and remind yourself of just who you're going before. Um, yeah, and if I can interrupt, you know, when oh, you're yeah. talking about prayer here, you know, think about this way. And this is how I've kind of grown to imagine it. You know, when you ask the question of, do you have to set aside a certain part of the day for prayer? Mm-hmm. No. Do I set, do, can I only text you during minutes of <laughs> 5.15 to 5.20 p.m. every day? Yeah. Is that the only time I could text? Is that my scheduled texting block? Yeah. Can Josh only text you between the hours of 6 p.m. and 6.10 p.m.? That's his own, that's his allocated texting block. You know, God is not like that. You know, we're thinking on this linear human level where in reality, we can have one conversation at a time and that's it. You know, this whole idea of context switching where you can do it in text mode. Yeah, you can do it a little bit, but I have caught myself getting confused between the text message I'm in and typing the wrong answers or whatever, you know, that happens. Right. So, you know, God is whatever, whenever, you know, and then when you're talking about the idea of prayer, sometimes you just say up a quick prayer. Well, here's how I think about this, too. Um, You know, if it's one of those things of like, you know, you're in the middle of driving or you're doing something where you have to concentrate still. (laughs) Right, right. And, you know, something's going on and, you know, like, let's say you're on the way to the emergency room because your dad or your mom's in the ER Mm -hmm. and you're driving, right? That's like, uh, and you say quick prayer while you're driving, keeping your eyes on the road. I think of that as like kind of the equivalent of, you know, you quickly calling or texting someone and going, hey, this is what's going on. Thanks. You know, <laughs> you know, just like, right. you know, and just that quick, hey, here's the notification. This is yeah. what's happening. Uh, and, you know, like a normal person, say normal person, again, God, um, but, you know, it's not like he didn't take time to bow his head. Right. Shame on it, you. It's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know this is happening because, well, duh. I can see everything that's happening. It's kind of omniscient, omnipresent, blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, duh, but thank you for letting me know that this is a concern on your heart of mm-hmm. what's happening, you know, you know, as you continue on. But there are those great times when you just spend, silence yourself and say, mm-hmm. I'm coming before the king of the universe. Uh, I'm going to humble myself. <laughs> right. So... And- yeah, you know, the, all those thoughts about, you know, those conversations. But in reality, when you break it all down, you're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And you know what sucks about a conversation sometimes when it's one sided? Because mm-hmm. once one sided, that's a monologue. Right. A conversation is a two way street. And it's not always about want, 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 want. Mm-hmm. It's about, hey, thank you for this. Thank you for that. Here's. Some things are going on. Here's things in my heart, blah, blah, blah. There's there's that kind of that prayer, supplication, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, request mm-hmm. idea. And then also taking the time, and obviously God's not going to reply back in words anymore. That was back in the days of the prophets where he spoke, spoke through them. But he mm-hmm. still can 
talk in a way. And sometimes mm-hmm. in prayer, we literally bow our heads, say a prayer, get all the stuff that we want requested out and in the public mm-hmm. it, to God. Mm-hmm. And we go, amen. And then we're on to the next thing instead of taking a moment to listen. Right. Yeah. So that, that no, yeah. that's what I was like, you know what, since you brought that up, I was like, let me break, let me interject something there. But, <laughs> Dive into this a little bit. But now that I have yeah. done that, I will turn it back over to Aaron. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And gosh, yeah, as far as just personal stuff, um, yeah, I get one there's obviously there's always music. Um for like worship and whatnot. And granted, one of the things, oh, so that couple that, the older couple that I've gotten to hang out with on Friday nights because they like to hang out late and they're cool like that. Yeah, they take their teeth out late, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. It's, it's, been, it's been pretty cool uh, going to that because like, one, I didn't know this lady uh, likes to play piano. And she's never had um, people come over to the house that, I guess, were more musically inclined and would play music with her. So that's one thing that we've been doing is, I mean, she obviously she's got her book of songs or whatever that she, the play and whatnot. And so for, uh, so me and another guy, uh, well, Lucas, will play our guitars and play along with her. And then we just kind of, now have some like time of worship and stuff like that, which has been super cool to do. And it's cool because the lady's husband was saying, he's like, yeah, she's like, she's never, you know, gotten to do this with anybody before. So like, see, you know, having you guys come out and you know, do this along with her, it's, like, it's been super special. It's like, mm-hmm. like, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. And then like after, you know, doing all that, like sometimes maybe we'll watch like a movie. Um, well, okay, we've done that once, at least that I was there for. And then we'll take time to just kind of like talk to one another. And then at the end, I know I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, at the end of the night before, for sure, before everybody leaves, like we'll just have time in prayer and, you know, uh, one of them will start it. We'll go around. I mean, kind of like the whole like popcorn thing. If you want to pray, you pray. Right. And then it gets closed down. Um, so we just take time to do that, and that's granted. Then that's not that's not on like a, a personal like devotion level type kind of thing. But it is really important to have, obviously, like those moments with other, you know, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ kind of thing. Yeah, that fellowship. It, exactly, aspect. it's good to have that fellowship yeah. with others uh, because you can a you you're growing in friendship with one another, mm-hmm. but also. You're encouraging one another as well. Right. Yeah, because mm, <laughs> if we could only do this alone, then you're pretty weak. <laughs> On our own, at least. Oh, yeah. At least I am. I know <laughs> I am. So. Uh, very much so, sir. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying, like, very much so you. I'm no, saying very yeah, much so me. Right. Um, so that's been really cool. And also, it's, there's some, I mean, I mean, you learn from one another, too. Also, like, uh, one, I mean, so getting to talk to the, the, the older well, the couple, like you can see the things that they've learned through their lifetime mm-hmm. and kind of, uh, just one also to see what God's faithfulness to us as his people 
And because I mean, like we're going through things now. And one, I think one conversation that we had that was really, I think, kind of impactful and impactful to me is uh, with us, I guess. Well, at really anyone at any point in time in their life, it's like once you're going through an issue, it's like either you just never think something is going to get better or you're going to be stuck somewhere and or you just you want to see results but you want to seem like now mm-hmm. we get impatient and then like talking to them it's like you know this whole thing is a growing learning doing aspect so some deep stuff man dude you do you don't even know yeah look who's here hey josh, is josh here. has joined us he's back from uh letting his dog outside mm-hmm. I... I... all right anyways go on so josh yeah i mean the big thing is you know Spending some time in, man, before like COVID and stuff, like I was getting pretty good at that, like being consistent with it on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Then COVID hit and it's kind of weird how it went the other way because yeah, like you think, oh, well, there's nothing to do in the afternoons or there's really nowhere to go out, at least for that time being when stuff was like shut down. But then it's, it's funny to see how quickly you'll fill up your time with other things. Now that's like, oh, well, I can do this now. And then you get so focused on doing these other things. And then it's like, oh, wait, uh, mm, I didn't read. I didn't. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> and like, that's a part of, well, I guess like the whole, the, well, the Christian life is making the effort to spend time with God. Because it's well, one, it's a relationship. If you don't put anything into it, not really getting anything out of it. Yep, kind of thing. And Again, it's not a monologue; it's a two-way street. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. I guess this is, you know, I've. <laughs> um, so as I was talking to you, well, technically not today. Once this gets released, but when I was talking to you earlier, how it was like kind of weird week where people are just like, I I don't know. I guess it's weird to hear like nice things said about you to a point. Like I just get weirded out when people say nice things to me or about me. I'm just like. So you're not a narcissist. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Like you just don't know how to handle the compliments. Pretty for the most part, yeah. Because you're, yeah. really, you're not also really looking for the compliments either. No. I'm just Yeah, that's why I said myself. he's not a narcissist, like looking out for people to recognize and applaud him for every little thing that he does. Yeah. You know, Johnson, you took a dump today. Congratulations. Ooh! You're the best person in the world. He's not he, that's what I said. He's not a narcissist. Yeah. He's a normal person who, when you get an unexpected compliment, you're like, uh, yeah. Thanks. Because, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, there's times where I feel like, I guess it gets stuck in my head where it's like, I just feel like I'm a, you could, uh, I feel like an idiot now. Okay. So, like, just, is that I, what you say to yourself in your head? Yeah. <laughs> Do want to know? Pretty sure um, that's not the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just like ah, I don't know. I, I the mind is great. Um, but just like I don't know. Not, I'm not like I know what I'm not like a person that just does damage. But for whatever reason, I just feel like it's just like do you what what are you doing here? Like have you been doing anything good with you know, well one just your time and just like how you interact with people and like how you treat people kind of thing. Like is there any I don't know, is there any like good anything good you're doing and like having a couple of people just i don't know where to be like i guess saying that how i come off as is like a just a real genuine like caring whatever person kind of thing i'm just like wait 
what? Like, uh, I guess like at the moment, like I don't see that. I'm just interacting with people, but apparently they see something that I guess I didn't. Mm-hmm. So being like told that throughout this week, I was just like, wow, like that's awesome. I don't know. It was that was I don't know, just a big kind of like uplifting thing to hear. I guess you know. Um, but I guess that's the thing. It's like I guess to like look back and like think about you know when deciding to follow Christ and stuff like that, like, I mean, do you get changed? <laughs> Just like, a little, you know, yeah. it, it, it's, it, it's, it's mind blowing. Cause like, there's things like, okay, so when my car got stolen at first, I was pretty pissed off. I was like, well, what the heck? I was bummed. But then at the, at the same time, I, was, it, <laughs> I started thinking about like this one, you know, I, gosh, I wish I could remember where it was i thought what the verse was but it talks about you know like not storing up treasures on earth but to store treasures in heaven because on earth the stuff will get you know moth and rust will you know destroy it and thieves will break in and steal the kind of thing i was like well the bible wasn't joking around when it said that was it (laughs) (laughs) so i just i reminded myself of that you know i was like you know what thankfully it's just a car it's nothing you know nothing to worry about it's fine good thing like obviously no family or like people were you know hurt in any way um but then also i see this is where i i don't know i i guess i've had the question of like is as part of this just me i grew up in a christian home Mm -hmm. and whatnot but i was thinking of the people or person whoever i took the car i don't really i well i don't care at this point or didn't shortly after it happened anyway. Um, I guess my thing was, you know, instead of just wanting to see, I guess, justice be done to them and like crack them, be like, hot, that's what you get for trying to do this kind of thing. I guess I just feel like, I don't know, there's there's something better that could have been done mm-hmm. if that happened. Yeah, like not having the car found and getting fifteen thousand dollars from the uh, insurance company. Yeah, that would have been a that, really good deal. That would have been cool too. But I'm still glad I found the car. But like, I'm just thinking of okay. Well, one, I don't know what their livelihood was growing up. I don't know what they've been through and experienced through life. Maybe they're just troublemakers. I don't know. But like, I guess for me, it's like I would instead of like just lashing out on them, I would rather try and learn something about them. And one, one uh, thing that happened that came to mind was, you guys remember when that one guy was killed in his, was it apartment or something like that? He was in his room and a lady, walked. a lady walked in, got confused and thought this dude broke into her house and he ended up getting killed. Mm-hmm. And this guy's brother was like, he said, well, he decided, I mean, he loved the lady gave her a hug and was saying like you know for his brother he would just want her to know about like jesus or something like that i think to that extent yeah and like (laughs) to lose a family member and still and go and love that person instead of being like you deserve you know like either death or to go to jail and just rot for what you did like for him making that step to do that and loving the person instead of just being outright, just, I don't know, trying to have justice paid upon them. Because at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> justice is going to be served right. by God. Like, he's the final 
D Judge. Like, ain't nothing getting past him. It's him versus Judge Judy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd much rather take on Judge Judy because she would be a lot less threatening. <laughs> Fair enough. But so it's like, I don't know. Like, I guess that whole, I don't know, change of attitude. Like, I feel like. Had I not known God, had I not, you know, decided to be someone to follow Christ, I'd still be trying to hope find these guys and be like, y'all suck. And you're going to get in trouble for this kind of like mentality. And I, at this point, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I, I no, I don't care. I'd rather give them Bible. And I mean, granted, now people, there are consequences for things that you do. Yeah. That's going to happen, which I mean, it sucks, but that's. You can't just go, I'm Christian and get all your consequences waived. Doesn't yeah. work like that. No. Life is not like that. So, I mean, granted, what would happen to whoever took my car? Sorry, that sucks. Shouldn't have done that. But am I going to like hold that against you, I guess? Or like as a grudge and just never forgive you for that? No. So, I don't know. It's, I don't know. There's just, and also besides that, there's just, I, what would, instead of, well, okay, the big thing is always looking for happiness. And stuff like that. That's what everybody wants. <laughs> Obviously, in life, you're never gonna always be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but even like regardless, and what was it? It's the difference between joy and happiness. Yep. And that's like something. Like even what's the difference? Huh? What's the difference between joy and happiness? <sighs> for those who maybe don't know what it is, I feel like for how I think. Hopefully, I don't. Put it, maybe, it, maybe put I it in Aranese. Aranese. It's like I mean. Okay, you cannot be happy, but still have joy. And what I thought it was, oh, I don't know, now you'll have the chance to correct me whether I'm right or wrong, because you know me. But like joy, like is for me, it's like life can suck here and not be good, but I still have joy and peace, knowing what is yet to come. I guess like there's knowing that Christ died for me and you know saved me. Like I have joy. And just peace, knowing that we're, I'm not stuck here. I have heaven to go to later on. And in that, like, I can be joyful and just be at peace with whatever goes on here. Now, granted, I'm not going to be happy. Stuff's going to suck. Yep. But it's just like that peace of mind kind of thing. Or it's just like, this isn't what's left for me kind of thing. The, the way I'd put it, joy is that le- long-term thinking of things on um, yeah. how things are are going to be in the end. You know, this is what it's going to be in the end. Happiness is that short-term emotional yeah. hit. Joy is not emotional. Happiness is. Mm-hmm. That's how I would put it. Yes, that's the best way to put it. <laughs> Much better way to put it. So, um, <laughs> because we still need to get to Josh, and we're already 40 minutes in. Hot <laughs> <laughs> dang, I didn't realize it was that. <laughs> yeah, you were talking that long. I'm so sorry. Um, so, Josh, just so you know, because this you're getting the same question, and um, Aaron kind of went off the rails a little bit. He pulled a Josh maneuver. The question was, what do you do in your devotion time, and what have you found to be effective and not effective? And we ended up here at this conversation on joy versus happiness. So ponder that moment, because that's coming your way. Okay, uh, Aaron did start with... Kind of some of the stuff he did devotion-wise. Talk, you talked about how when COVID came around, you're like, oh, I can do this all the time. And it ended, everything else ended up absorbing all your time with various things, video games, et cetera. 
And uh, I know for a while there, Johnson, you had uh, been challenged by one of the pastors at your church to like read, was it like 20 minutes a day, every day, or like a month or something like that? And then you got like a Chick-fil-A gift certificate if you did it. Yeah. I Man, I've had mixed thoughts on that kind of stuff because like it's a good thing to get you going just to do it. But then my also the other side of my mind is like, this shouldn't be a motivation to read and spend time with God. I was going to ask, did you do it to do it because you want to do it? Or did you do it for the gift certificate? Exactly. So let me ask you this and then we'll move over to Josh because I'm sure Josh is chomping at the bit to talk. <laughs> yeah. What What have you found effective for, you know, setting up time or processes that you do for devotion what have you found not effective for you because everyone's going to be different true yeah um how does johnson's mind work on this doesn't um (laughs) so pretty much like as as i was telling you like if there's like some time in the morning like if i wake up and i just can't go to sleep i'm just gonna take that time to go do some reading okay so that works well that and then otherwise for the most part uh, i don't know things have been changing recently so it's like normally there'll be some obviously like free time in the afternoon. Well, yeah, there's definitely always some sort of free time in the afternoon mm-hmm. um, after work. Uh, if I find myself just not having anything that I need to do, it's granted this comes in the self-control and not just getting stuck watching watching stupid YouTube videos and having that be my entertainment for the evening. Mm-hmm. But it's it is it's trying to make it a priority to do some sort of like reading and whether you know, reading and or just like time and prayer. And that, well, granted for me, it's funny because I feel like I hear some people talk about how like reading and stuff like that is easy for them to do, but actually taking time to sit down and pray and spend that time, like kind of like talking with God is less likely for to happen. I was like, I was like, I thought that was weird. Cause it was like, for me, it's like kind of the opposite where it's like, I find myself, it's easier to sit down and just have those times in prayer rather than reading the Bible at times. Well, reading requires comprehension. Yes. So I'm much better prayer type person than reading. Okay. Um, but usually also, like if I, nor, I'd say, yeah, more often than not, if I, when I do take that time to really just sit down, just put everything kind of like on pause almost and just have some prayer time. It is easier to get into the word to do some reading as well when once that happens. Um, otherwise, work is a, can be like again as I was saying earlier. It's thankfully a lot of the stuff that I do is not like super mind intensive at all. So I'll listen to like a sermon or two or something like that as I'm doing some working and thinking about stuff and kind of getting some stuff that way. Or on lunch breaks, as I'll go into my car now and listen to a sermon while I'm on my lunch break. That's the thing. <laughs> I hate, I hate, um, I've caught myself doing a couple times where um, I'll be in the car, whatever, eating and stuff like that. But then, like, if I look at my phone at all, that'll easily I'll be like, I'll look at that for a couple seconds and be like, oh, wait, oh, listen back to the sermon. Just like, I didn't want to miss anything kind of thing. So it's like pretty much what I'll do is I'll put the phone down. While that goes on, and once that ends, I'll look at the phone. If there's anything to respond to, I'll do that then. But I guess it's it's nice to get away from the phone, 
sit and focus. Mm-hmm. And then, because it's like, unless it's an emergency, I would hope somebody would call me and not just send me a text like, hey, I need help. Hopefully someone will actually call me if they really need help. But Whoever uses their cell phone as actual phone, they're weird. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> so that's what works well and doesn't work well for you. So Which summarize, is- essentially, you need to focus and concentrate yes. on what you're doing. And if there's free time, don't waste it. Don't waste the free time. Okay. Take advantage of this. So, so to be fully transparent here, uh-huh. um, I originally had three questions I was going to ask, but we're only going to get to question one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you for real? We'll have to save the next one for a later episode. Because, look, we're already like 40-some minutes in. Gosh, and I'm I'm just blowing it. Look at me. You're pulling it, Josh. Congratulations. I'm sorry. So we're going to switch over to Josh, who is married. Slightly different life than Johnson. Uh, slightly. <clears throat> yes, yeah, slightly. Uh, slightly. You're married. You have a dog. A puppy. Let's just call it what it is. Puppy. Actually, no. A cute little demon. Eventually, you're going to have triplets on the way. Oh, so, so you have three demons. Especially if you are uh, babysitting them. <laughs> uh, why does yeah. he keep saying us babysitting? Because that's never happening. What he said. <laughs> that's <Have a>, fun. <laughs> so you have a, a different lifestyle recently because of this. So we'll, we'll start off the basics with you. Mr. Westplate. Okay. Stop well, laughing. You're just encouraging him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, trust me. You react to it, John. There's a lot of people that call you Mr. Westplate. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> just to get a reaction out of me. Yep. What, what do you do, especially now that you're married? What, what have you found to be effective for you? Things for doing devotion. Like, do you do a study? Do you just do a random verse? Do you do it at a certain time? Uh Go on, and maybe we'll end up talking war and peace by the end of this conversation. War and peace. It's a book. Oh, um, to be 100% honest with you, I have been failing miserably as the um, leader in the household spiritually. I've been failing absolutely. Um, I don't remember the last time I did a devotional. Um, the church that we get is Sunday morning, listen to Andy Stanley or... Um, listening to Francis Chan or uh, listening to um, Stephen Furtick. Um, so we really haven't gone out and adventured to any churches yet. I mean, well, I, I don't blame you right now with COVID still. So, um, but, and then not gonna lie, for those of you who are about to get married, don't get a dog. Just, just don't do it. If you get a dog, get get a dog that's like old and like ready to just sleep all day one that you can trust not to get into anything when you turn your back um because between brand i hope you're listening to this yes do not have children either you do not need to beat brewer to children hey 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 no 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 um (laughs) but no from from getting married back in april and then not even a week after getting married getting a puppy it's just been, I come home, and if I'm not taking care of a task at home, then I'm dealing with the dog, making sure the dog's entertained, making sure the dog gets um, mentally stimulated, going outside with it, um, trying to keep the dog occupied, because at this point of its life, all it wants to do is something other than sleep when we're around. When we're not around, he will sleep in his crate all day long, and that's the worst part about it. It says, well, as soon as we come home, it's play, play, play. Mm-hmm. So I come home from work. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Same with Amy. 
and she'll get dinner ready. I'll deal with Scout. And then before you know it, the time that we have for ourselves, we're, you know, it's about nine, 10 o'clock when we finally sit down. We'll just sit in bed. We'll turn the TV on. And at that point, it's just kind of like we fall asleep. Um, so we re- I have not done a good job at all at trying to push devotions, um, push prayers. Um, and uh, Not even for yourself personally? Yeah, not even for myself personally. This, by the way, and I'm not... I'm not like sitting here like trying to judge you or anything. Like I'm just resting my arm. I'll say this: this conversation went a hundred percent, completely not the way I was predicting any of this conversation to go. (laughs) No, I know. I mean, I I can't. You know, you asked me a question. I can't tell you what you want to hear at that point. I mean, there's no point. Well, no, I'm not even talking about just what you're saying. Talking what he's saying, and you said. Like this whole episode, this whole conversation, I I kind of had an idea of kind of where things might go, and then no. It's gone a hundred percent different directions than I've planned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's that's fine. Things happen. Um, True that. Yeah, when we when we um, went to Door County, and then I had a moment of fresh air. You know, being able to sleep in, or you mm. know, I didn't have to worry about work. I didn't have to worry about anything else. It kind of started to clear my mind a little. And then, um, ever since we've been back, and I put my two weeks in, I've been thinking to myself, man, I'm going to have a lot more time now. Um, and it's, it's not a sense like I'm not going to do anything with my time, but with Amy working, she's also able to do school from home Mm -hmm. when she's not working. So with the dog, and this is partly one of the reasons where at least the first semester is we don't have to worry about money for the first semester by any means, you know, technically we can go a whole year. We'll be fine with just one of us working. Um, but the first semester specifically, I, most likely won't have a job just to help take care of the dog. Um, because after a long day, if he is really rowdy and she can't concentrate, oh, oh, might not be pretty. Um, so with me coming home from school, since I, I'm still going to school full time, I'm still physically going to school. Um, the idea is that I would come, I would deal with the dog for a little bit. And then until she got home, I would do my schoolwork. I do my study. And then when she got home, I could deal with everything else. Um, and as I was thinking about that and I was talking to her about that, I realized that not one point in my sentence of my idea of how the whole fall is going to go to be able to make it so that I get schoolwork done and can study. Um, and I can do well on my certification exams because that's yeah they have to be done they're kind of required if you want to be an airline mechanic um they're a plane mechanic and to help keep her at peace so that she doesn't get too overstressed trying to balance dog house school and work i need to suck some of that up i realized that nowhere in that point that i mentioned anything about time with god and that's where it's like hmm i have more time now and i still didn't even think about putting god in there I used to have to be on the road by about 6.30 to get to work. Now I don't have to be on the road till about 7.30 to get to school. Um, the earliest my classes are going to let me out is 3 o'clock. So by the time I get home, I have a whole hour and a half, technically two hours, and depending on how late she works, three hours to study and do whatever I need to. So I have more than enough time now to put the books aside, the phone aside, um, and to pick up the Bible, pick up my uh, 
I had a coworker who bought me uh, 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 the five love languages. Mm, I started yeah. reading that. I haven't I haven't really gotten far in that. Um, and then there's the um, the book that Pastor Dave gave us. I'm going to have to start over because it's been so long since I picked it up. I'm going to have to start over and refresh my brain with it again. Um, and so, yeah, I really can't answer your question right now, but hopefully in a month or two I can. So that's 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 what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm shooting for. Because I've also realized, too, that since I've gotten married and life just hits you, hmm. my future, I haven't been thinking about God in my future at all either. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because as, as Aaron was saying, once you come to know Christ, you, you're changed. You, you, you know, you're changed because you always have that voice in the back of your head and it's no longer, um, who are you? It's when can we get to know each other more? And, you know, I've always worried about losing friends, but then I don't make time for the most important friend in my life. Um, but I've also realized, too, that, you know, God allowed me to get married. He allowed me to move into a, uh, a condo where it's not falling apart. You know, he allowed me to have a job to help save up so I can go to school. But ultimately, what he's allowing me to do is to be able to get closer to him in this time of schooling. Because he's mm-hmm. helping to pull things from my life. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and again, I'm not, like, going, like, tech mode on Josh. Um, you have, you know, a good hour probably each way to school and from. Well, it's a, it's actually 30 minutes. It's so like 26 mi- to 30 minutes. Okay, from, I, uh, I wasn't house. sure where, where your your thing is. But you, okay, so you have that half hour, whatever, right? An hour and a day. Yeah. You could, like we were, and we were talking about this before you got here, you know, while you're driving, obviously you don't close your eyes to pray because you don't want to cause an accident and kill people. <laughs> uh, but you can pray during that time. You could listen to maybe a sermon. There's also uh, apps. Um, can't remember if you just search the Bible. You know, I got apps. Bible. No, but no, no. What I was going to say, if you search, uh, I think it's just called Bible. Um, in U version. U version. Yep. They have audio versions of the Bible mm-hmm. in there. For free. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I know you have a vehicle that can do audio in oh, from your phone. Mm-hmm. I will say. I'm not saying you have to, like, all your music goes away. Maybe you say one day a week. Well, I will, I will say this. And um, I used to do this when I was a porter. Um, and for those of you who don't know what a porter is, it's usually somebody who does all the grunt work around a dealership. And one of the things I would do as a porter is I would move vehicles. And I would actually sit there and I would purposely change the radio station preset on number one to 105.3 Kalo. Of course you did. Yeah, no, no, I would do it. And it'd be funny because I'd sit there and I'd align a whole row of cars. So no matter who got in one of those cars the next day, the first thing they would hear is Kalo. <laughs> softly in the background. And um, Aaron, I took Aaron's vehicle to work to get an oil change done last week, right? And I'm like, hmm, what's this radio station? 90.1. Hmm. And I'm like, interesting. interesting. And I was like, I didn't change it. I just let it play. And I was listening to what they're saying and stuff, and I was intrigued and, um, and stuff like that. And then, you know, when I get my car back, I hop in my car to go home. 
what pops up. 90.1. Wait, did it really? Yeah. I didn't did. Oh, yeah, I did change it to listen to Yep, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, God. All right. Now I know you're telling me something. <laughs> I forgot um, about that. And I don't think I've changed it. The only thing I do, so if I want to listen to my music, I'll turn it to Bluetooth. Otherwise, it's still set at 90.1. Gotcha. So moody. Uh, uh, this was the Moody. I thought it was the channel was a Moody Bible Institute. It might be. Or whatever. Yeah, no. I don't know what 94. I don't listen to FM or anything, so can't tell you that. You're above that. Paul is too technically advanced for radio. Yeah. But, okay, so I know the second part of the question obviously doesn't apply right now. So, but I'll ask this. In the past, then, Mr. Brewer, what has worked well for you and what hasn't worked well for you, like, doing devotion-wise? In the past, you know, when you were doing it, maybe a little bit more. In regular. the past, before I had a had a wife and a dog. Yeah. Um, and before you have your three children. Oh, that's a few years away. Um, November. No. <laughs> no. 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 Not, not that they're going to be born, but when you find out. Ah, uh, no. Um, surprise. <laughs> that's the October surprise this year in the election. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aaron's guitar what? lesson surprise in October. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this again, huh? Um, anyways. <laughs> um, I've never been a morning person. I've always wanted to be a morning person to where I could snap up, walk over, get a cup of coffee, sit down, open it up. You know, I don't really have that spot. I've never really had that spot in my house, my parents' house. And I could just sit there and you know my desk, but my desk's got all this distractions. Um, and then you got like my futon, but then I'm still in front of all sorts. And so I never really had a, an area where I could go and I could just kind of eliminate things and just kind of sit there and read, mm-hmm. um, or, just, you know, like that quiet place. And so kind of what I would do is when I got home at night or I was getting ready for bed, I would read. Um, and so lights were uh, under the covers, open it up, and I'd read Solid Joyce. And I'd read that, and then I would pray. And that's kind of what my devotion really was. But then at the same time, too, um, I would also take advantage of lunches. Back in the day, I used mm-hmm. to, I used to uh, uh, try to take advantage of my lunch. So I'd go to, the, you'd go to the car, I'd turn on the car and stuff, and um, you know, I'd just sit there and I'd read through. I had a little notebook. I'd write stuff down. So between that and then at the end of the day is when I would really do my devotions. Um, but and I'm kind of hoping to create that space at my house. Um, and um, I have a slight hobby I want to pick up. And I want to kind of like use that hobby as like a representation of where I am with Christ to where like like my dad, this is my dad's philosophy. He does not pick up a cup of coffee in the morning until he has his time with God. Mm-hmm. He likes coffee, but he won't let himself have it until he has time with word. And I want to find something to where I feel like I can make it represent itself so much that I can sit there and go, God, I won't touch this until I'm with you. Computers full of distractions, right? But you don't say. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So like I can't I can't I I've never really been able to control myself with the video games and say all right I won't I won't I tried that a little bit but I just I would allow myself to just get distracted so mm-hmm. I try to self, set myself up for you know not failing I've thought about trying to uh 
get into some woodworking. Okay. So I got an area in the basement that I can do it. And I think it was actually used as a previous, you know, wood shop. Um, and so they kind of use that to where I could go down there. And um, this is my, my hope. I go down there and I have the bench. And, um, you know, I don't have anything that I can immediately start playing with because it'll take some time to do this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So I sit there and I can just open it up, cup of coffee, and sit there and just, just read. Um, but obviously I can't do that every day. So I also have to train myself to, uh, I either get up early in the morning while Amy and Scott are still sleeping and I do it, or I have to make it to where I tell Amy, Amy, turn the TV off, put your phone away, get your Bible out. And we do our devotions there. So I just got to need to charge pretty much. All right. But don't let, that was an honest answer. That's mm-hmm. all one can ask for. It's not answer. You don't have to look defeated, Mr. Brewer. I'm not. I was like, called you Brewer, not West Plain. Yeah. There was one cool thing um, that kind of... Uh, How was that again? Had, there was definitely some some conviction in it. Uh, especially with recently, because, yeah, I haven't been um, as good with being in the Word consistently recently. Um, but it was... Talking about the uh, is Alistair in his sermon, he was talking about how you know, pretty much it's he was saying how much you trust and rely on God will determine how much you enjoy stuff from God, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, because I mean, yeah, um, if you don't, I guess, kind of put yourself out there and rely on Him and trust that He's got what's best in mind for you to kind of go off and do your own thing. Now, granted, it might not always be like, you might not, whatever it is, it might not necessarily always be like a bad thing or like a sin, but sometimes that, I mean, that's what it is. It's, you know, you're given the sinful temptations and stuff like that. And that can, you know, make, you know, do some damage to the relationship. Mm -hmm. But the more you put into it and the more you rely on him to help you out, with whatever it is you got going on, you can really sit there and enjoy what he wants for you, kind of. Thing. And yeah, that was definitely a pretty good sermon. I think I have it. I looked it up on my phone after after they uh, had it because then I'll always wait for at the end of it where they'll say this message or whatever sermon is titled this. I was like, oh, so I can like listen the whole thing later because pretty much when I get in the car, I don't know how far he is into. Oh it. yeah, fair enough. Because it's like, as soon as you turn on, he's talking. I'm like, okay. Huh. You're like, <laughs> I'm a sit at attention. Yes. <laughs> Better than the campers. Or- but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I, I'm actually doing that. I'm glad my mom put it there because otherwise I would probably have never heard it. Oh, you better go give her a hug tonight when you see her. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Build that oxytocin between you and your mom. Right. So that was, that was quite a... Um, a good message to hear and definitely just like good reminder all right well it's my turn now since yeah paul yeah as i say well paul i think we ran out of time all right guys (laughs) i'm just kidding no we we don't run out of time hello duh (laughs) paul manipulates the time yeah duh yeah anyways yeah whoa (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes i i can i do um oh boy this is you know, I, I, I'm just like thinking back through stuff like 
Because I was more trying to listen and engage with your guys' conversation than prepping anything that I was going to say, <laughs> which has its drawbacks and its benefits both at the same time. So anyways, devotion stuff. I'm more of a, I am not a morning person. Me and mornings, mornings to me do not exist. Mornings are this mythical time of place where crazy people get up before the sun comes up or before 7 a.m. And I hate it. (laughs) I am not a morning person at all, Uh, which is good that I work in IT because IT and mornings don't always go together. Like we, we, we can... (laughs) We can play some rule. We can play and bend the rules a little bit of time, which is good for me. But that also means I do not do devotions at all in the morning at all, period. Mm -hmm. Because you try to get me to comprehend stuff before like 11 a.m. It doesn't work. (laughs) My brain is not fully engaged. It doesn't matter how much caffeine you delve into that brain or how early in the in the day or early in the night, the previous night before that went to bed. My brain is not comprehending it. Like, my, I'm just one of those people that does not fire on all cylinders before like 11 a.m. It's like, <laughs> and so I've adapted and I've learned that, you know, because you always hear like, do your devotions first thing in the morning, you know, right. you know, and Josh's dad has a philosophy doing that and that works for him and that's great for me. No, <laughs> it, it, it's one of the last things I do at night. The reason I say one of the last things is it's sandwiched in between letting the dog out for the final time for the night and me laying down and, you know, doing something to kind of just decouple my mind and just turn it off for the evening. But I need to do the devotions while my mind is still engaged Mm -hmm. because otherwise it's just kind of mindless. And I don't want that. And it's interesting. And I think you, you know, everyone's kind of hit on that, you know, COVID, you're like, oh, I got all this extra free time. And then you think you have all this extra free time, you do other stuff, and then you realize it's a lot later than I thought. Mm-hmm. It, oh, yeah. And it's like, I, 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 I need to skip some things to go to bed. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, when time becomes a crunch, I will admit, you know, that's one of the things that kind of hits the chopping block first. It's like, and you're like, you look back later and you're like, Oh crap! <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like, oh, I can just do that later, and then later it happens, and it doesn't happen. It's like, oh no! Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, I, it's one of those things of it's like there has to be a little more consistency from me, and so in, in enforcing at this time. By this time, I have to start. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're going to have problems, or I'm going to have to stay up later and. That's not going to be good for me in work tomorrow because my yeah. brain is never going to engage. You know, <laughs> I don't follow right. necessarily a standard plan myself unless we're doing something like with the youth, you know, and then mm. it's like, then it's a kind of a, okay, here's what this is. We'll do this this week. But other than that, I'm not typically following a standard plan. It's just kind of whatever, whatever type deal. Yeah. Um, Prayer is always in there. That's one of those things through the day type thing, like you're saying, kind of always going on. I always have music going. I try not to listen to like sermons or anything like that during the day, only because of the fact that what I'd find is I'm as I'm typing my code, I will start start typing out the words of the sermon oh, no. into the code. So it's like I, I can't do that because <laughs> you know that, that's just how my brain works. You know, it hears those words and it starts typing those words and. 
yeah, that's effective to learn stuff, but that's not effective as for work efficiency. And, <laughs> you know, part of me being at work is, as a Christian, I'm supposed to do the best work I can do possible at work. Mm-hmm. You know, so if that's one of the limitations of I can't do that, then I don't do that. It's funny because music does not do that to me. It's just like listening to like sermons and that. It just, I don't know why. It just is. Uh, things that have found effective and not effective for me. Uh, journaling has been at times very effective and at times, honestly, very ineffective. Uh, It kind of goes in that little ebb and flow and I'm seeing if maybe there's a a better like layout system that I could use to maybe make it effective more so than, you know, not effective, you know, where, you know, let's say like 95.5, you know, 95% effective, 5% ineffective. Because I have a feeling that if if I do that, that's going to help do that easier. I don't have a lot of room, so I don't have a dedicated spot. Usually my spot is on the couch, you know, TV off on the couch. And then I usually have a dog, depending on the time of the night, either sitting on the couch next to me or laying by my feet and then getting up and going, give me a treat, give me a treat, give me a treat. (laughs) So when you have a dog or kids, you're never, ever, unless they are away from you, you are never truly alone and never able fully to be free. Jazz Josh can attest to nowadays. <laughs> but at the same time, too, that's also kind of the nice thing. Oh, yeah, especially when you live alone in an apartment. Mm. So, you know, it's one of those things of I kind of do it, but there's always like a little bit of my brain kind of like monitoring where the dog is and what he's doing. So I can't always like get into it and I'm not going to do it at my desk. Cause if I do it at my desk, Ooh, glowy lights on the keyboard and mouse and on the computer Ooh. and right. the game controller is right, right there. So close. Right. And I'm not going to do it in bed. Cause I do it in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to happen in no time. Yeah. Same. You know, so it's like, well, okay, I got the couch because that's the most comfortable spot to sit in. There's, Decent amount of light, and I can do what I need to do there. Now, I do do most things digitally just because mm. most of my life is digital. So, you know, I, I so for reading, I use logos. So it's nice because there's a lot of stuff that they have for free. And if you buy the expanded packs, you get some good premium stuff in there. But you can integrate your notes directly into it. Now, if you don't want to integrate your notes directly into like a Bible app, like me, since I do everything electronically, I use Notion for my. Notes actually, because they actually just released um, on Notion a bunch of stuff for free for personal plans. Hmm. So you can easily keep those notes separate and from like maybe other stuff. Like I use Notion for a bunch of stuff now because of the free plans that opened up. So, you know, I have one for our Pathfinder night, I have one for Bible study notes, I have one for this. The one for this one's paid because I can upload unlimited uploads to Hmm. it of unlimited size. Jeez. Yeah. But the free ones, they have a lot of free stuff in there. And, and I find taking notes, if I have to handwrite it, it's going to be horrible. <laughs> Typing it helps me learn it better. So that's what works better for me, you know. Mm. And reading a digital copy of it works well for me as well. Because if I have to have a actual paper, well, as Josh can attest to, dogs sometimes will mm. grab whatever they want to chew on, including mm. books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not touching my airplane books. Uh-uh. He already did. Josh is going to come home after his first week classes 
and find one of his books that he left Just home shredded. by accident. Yeah, shredded in five million pieces. And Josh will cry. Wait, none of those. So you, none of your airplane books are on the bookshelf upstairs where I was sleeping. Oh, okay. Because he was starting to get into those one day. Why were you sleeping Thanks. at his house? It's not like you're that far away. I know. Well, we were, it was one of those things where we were playing like Minecraft till four in the morning. Oh, okay. But yeah, so you know, those are some of the things that that, and that's how I do it. You know, because and this kind of sucks for me at least. Like when we're doing sermons at church. Because I'm involved with all the live streaming stuff, I can't always focus on the message. It's like I gotta make sure everything's working. I got I'm like literally constantly checking all the systems. Like, okay, good, 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 good. Our volume's good. Making sure the stream's going well because we've had inst- instances where the stream all of a sudden just drops for a few moments. So like, okay, how do I get it back up? I need. So, if I was trying to rely on church only, I would fail. <laughs> fast because when i'm at church i'm doing everything else but listening in church right you got so much other to focus on yeah and and you know if you know people who do like and um i'm saying this for people listening if you know people who volunteer at the church who are like running the soundboards or doing the worship team and all that stuff you know unless you can go up on the stage and come down like the worship team you know other than that, like if you're running cameras and all that, you're kind of like always on edge and only half paying attention at most mm-hmm. because you're kind of always like, okay, what are my next things I need to take care of? What are my next orders and that? So tell them a thank you because that, that, that's, that's hard work. work. It is. Now, I know I'm not as long-winded as Aaron was the first so sorry. Uh, 40 minutes of this. <laughs> I, I think me and Josh combined took up what you did. <laughs> Just Yeah. No, that's all right. I was actually pleasantly impressed. Wow. I was pleasantly impressed. <laughs> and I was pleasantly impressed on how you threaded all that stuff together. Really? So th- that that worked out well. So, Aaron, Josh, any final comments from either of you two? Nope. Nada. Any final uh, things you want to admit to, Josh? <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh. If there's anybody out there that thinks they have a shot at being a better president than either of the two oh candidates gosh. right now, feel free to drop your name in the comms. What? <laughs> Dude. What? Kanye 2020, here we go. Dude. <laughs> I, I, I. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, Paul's so good. Joe from Impractical <laughs> Jokers. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to recover from this one. <laughs> We're ending it. <laughs>